Hey, Alex, guess what? What? Super fan Rob Marlin's been in touch again. Awesome. He contacted us previously about Twins, which is one of his favourite. Yeah, he has some good stuff to say about it. It's great. Yeah, his specimen line was pretty funny. Rob has sent us an email. Yeah. Titled, Final Top 3. I mean, that seems presumptive, doesn't it? But I suppose he knows... He's not watching it at the same time as us. Yeah. Like he's watched them all. No, he's not. But also, maybe it's just more re- most recent top three. Yeah. But uh, he seems pretty resolute in this. Let, let's just read it. I'll read it. Hi, chaps. Great episode on True Lies this week. Thanks very much. Yeah, thanks, Will. Uh, I agree. It's got absolutely everything you want from an Arnie movie. It has to be his best performance to date. That's what Ben said. Yeah. See some favoritism here. I like him in Twins, but Julius Benedict is a simpler character than Harry Tasker. In True Lies, Arnie has to convey more complex emotions with his face than ever before, and the line that Ben picked out, I'm a spy, is the prime example. Of course, something Ben picked out, of course, yeah. Um, I suppose what I'm trying to say is his character feels less dependent on the content of his lines than how he performs them. Agreed. It is also by far Arnie's funniest movie. No, I I think he's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you would agree with him, wouldn't you? (laughs) Uh, You didn't mention one of my favourite scenes. Uh, After Arnie spots his daughter ripping off Tom Arnold, and Tom immediately responds, I knew it! There's no reason for him to say that, and it cracks me up every time. Yeah, it's a good line. I agree. My top three after True Lies, which is locked in, unless Why We're Killing Gunther turns out to be amazing is T2, True Lies, and Twins. T2 wins purely because I find Ed Furlong less annoying than Eliza Dushku. Really? Less annoying? Yeah. Ah, Rob, you're on crack, man. Rob, he signs off. Rob. Uh, P.S. I just rented Junior because I'm a knobhead. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. If ever ever there was a case for piracy. We don't don't need to uh, say anything about that. Um... Okay, thanks, Rob. That's great. Uh, you know, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Uh, with regards to um, the the bits that we missed out of True Lies, I think in the interest of full disco- disclosure, True Lies was one of our longest recordings that we did because we had Three hours, so much to no? say. Two and a half it was hours? it was over two hours. Yeah. Um, so the final edit has has an hour of missing scenes. Essentially, Alex did actually draw out that line as he was giving praise to um, Tom Arnold. Yes, uh, why we are killing Gunther or whatever it's called, how we killed Gunther. That's a that's a film that's just recently been announced. I think it's a black comedy, uh, right? That Arnold's featuring in, and he's in it. I don't know yeah. if he's Gunther. In fact, I don't know if it's a film about people trying to kill him. Fine, yeah, yeah. Well, so but I new, think Rob news was being to me. breaking I news. <clears throat> Rob was being sarcastic uh, when he suggested that that might join the top three. All right, I should have read it sarcastically then. Well, how would you do that? My top three after True Lies, which is locked in, unless why we're killing Gunther turns out to be amazing. Yeah, pretty good. So thanks, as always, for getting in touch, Rob. Uh, We're going to have to get your address and send you a number one fan hoodie at some point. If you do want to get in touch, if you think Rob is on crack, uh, you can email us at theornithology at gmail.com. Hello, 
there, and welcome to the Arnithology, the unofficial Arnold Schwarzenegger podcast. I am Ben Hyten. Hi, I'm Alex Belardi. I don't know why you struggle with that. It's like literally the easiest thing in the world just to say your name. No, I'm not. See, I'm trying to switch it up a bit. I'm, I don't want to just go, and hi, I am Alex Belardi. You can use that one if you want. But, yeah, I will. Well, go ahead. But, you know, just hey. We've just watched Junior, the 1994 film directed by Ivan Reitman, bringing the classic twins trifecta of Arnold Schwarzenegger, Danny DeVito and Ivan Reitman together for another blockbuster high-concept comedy. What could possibly go wrong? Ah! Also back from Kindergarten Cop, Pamela Reed, which was nice to see. I didn't know she was in it. I had forgotten she was in it, yeah, but does what she always does. She does her job well. Yeah. This time they're joined by... Emma Thompson, who must have just been sort of breaking through to Hollywood at this time. Yeah, having done some good work already so far, no no doubt in her career. She's she's a pretty big name. And we're still we're still in a period where the Americans haven't gotten on to how awesome English actors are. But now they can't get enough of them these days, can they? Yeah, well, yeah, okay. Well she's not playing a baddie. I suppose that's probably what they were playing back yeah, then. That, that is that is it. Now I am gonna. I'm gonna do the setup for the film. There's some stuff that I don't think we can mention until after we've done the spoiler klaxon. Yeah. Um, but I think. Well, I'll, I'll just. I'll just say. It. <laughs> well, hang on, hang on. Before we get into any of the film stuff, I've been listening back to some of the old episodes, and it occurs to me that I say the word "like" a lot, and I'm wondering, Ben, is it fair? Could you? Would you be willing to diagnose me with "likearia"? You you definitely need a lichectomy. Yeah. How do you I, go about to be honest, yeah. it's not something that I particularly pick up on. I'm sure that you probably do do it. I'm sure I probably do it as well. And it, I know it's a big thing for some people. It doesn't particularly bother me. I'm just putting it out there saying, you know, I'll try not to. Also, just like to say right up top, we've been asking people to write. And nobody really does. And that's that's fine. But somebody has tweeted seriously funny stuff someone outside of our sphere of influence has gone out of their way to say something nice to us yes not your sister or my brother (laughs) yeah Yeah. so that's worth saying right yep yeah so thanks whoever you are yeah ron whatever you know roy what was it (laughs) how offensive poor guy (laughs) he's like listening digitally he's our number one fan thanks roy but you know Shut up, all right? Yeah. When this, this is our this show, episode, not yours. <laughs> when this episode's released, he's going to be like, oh man, no way I'm following these guys anymore. Anyway, let's talk about Junior. Yeah. So, yeah, so I'm going to do this big spiel, but I think we can also set up the comedy potential of this film in about two sentences. Right. Arnold Schwarzenegger is Dr. Alex Hess, a fertility scientist working with Danny DeVito's Dr. Lawrence Arbogast who's a medical examiner, and they are working on a drug that prevents miscarriages. When the FDA turns down their request to go to human trials, their lab is shut down and taken over by Emma Thompson's Dr. Diana Reddin, who is a clumsy ovum cryologist. Hess and Arbogast decide to make their trial on a human, a male, Arnold Schwarzenegger, to try and prevent the money and work they've put into the project going to waste. And Emma Thompson gets brought in because they steal a frozen egg from her lab 
that's about the first 25 minutes of the film that's set up. Yeah. Now, all of that, all of that plot, all that heavy lifting is to service two main gags. We're going to watch Arnold go through a pregnancy and we're going to watch Emma Thompson fall over things, break things. Be, be clumsy Hugh Grant. Yeah, exactly. And that is pretty much it. The re- it's yeah. such a long film for yeah. what it is. No. It's nearly two hours. But I mean, felt- I, at the 40-something 40, 40 minute mark, 46 minute mark, I was thinking... It's, we've got to be an hour and a half in already, right? <laughs> I, know. We I was thinking, no. wrap it up. Yeah. Let's start wrapping it and, up now. And, then, and so that's where the film... So all that setup, actually, I'd argue, doesn't take 40 minutes, really. Because it's at the moment that Arnie decides... Okay, so it's like it's no danger, apparently, of him actually getting pregnant. He's going to go through the first trimester or whatever, however long that is. Yeah, and, just to prove that it works. Yeah, to prove that it works. But then Arnie decides he's going to keep taking this drug called... Ex- expectum expecting expecting or something yeah because yeah, it sounds like expecting yeah yeah i don't know are we saying it right is that expecting ex- expecting yeah. expecting yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's it uh, anyway it's at that moment that then okay then the sort of the hormones really really kick in if they haven't already because he's taking a bunch of hormones to make it work so the humor like comes initially out of the fact that arnold's um alex hess is a very buttoned down, quite uptight, unemotional, not particularly well-liked, he even states at one point. Yeah. Uh, sort of classic European doctor. And as he takes all of these hormones... Well, how Americans and, view Europeans, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and as he starts taking all of these hormones and the pregnancy starts to take over, he feels emotions, basically. Wow. And it comes comes out in, you know sort of comedic stuff the actually yeah. genuinely funny stuff in the film does come from that yes then there are some moments there are some moments. obviously he's going through the physical changes as well and they mine that for a bit of sort of cheap comedy as well yeah for sure and I, the, the, you know the the early progression of that as you start to see arnold come out of this button down persona to be quite lovable like we saw him in twins yeah. i was like ah oh, we might actually be onto something here because oh God, I'm so sorry for you. <laughs> yeah, that you went well, through that hopeful moment because I'd never seen this before. No, I know. Oh um, God, I'm so sorry you had that because I, I, I didn't yeah. like the concept, and so my my <laughs> hope for it going into it was that uh, at least I'll get to see Arnie do some funny stuff. He's got oh, some chops man. now. Oh, yeah, I mean, like 50 minutes in, I wrote the note. So after 46 minutes, I'm like, oh, I'm so bored. It is the note I wrote. And then it was, I haven't laughed or smiled once. 50 minutes in to a comedy. That's not cool, yeah. right? And then I wrote, I totally get why this was an episode of How Did This Get Made? Is that what it's called? The podcast? Well, yeah. I mean, their poster is is a, a piss take of the poster for this as well. I mean, I definitely, at, at 25 minutes, there were no laughs. And my feeling was that actually, I, I'm not overly bothered by it. Because I'm watching Danny DeVito more than I'm watching Arnie. Uh, yeah, of course. And I and I I could watch Danny DeVito all day. I yeah. think the film could totally coast on his charm and his ability. And when he's being a little bit shady yeah. with Emma Frank, Thompson, Frank Langella as well. He's great. great. Yeah, a, a great actor. So I'm like, yeah, he doesn't so, have anything so, again, near so like what he I wrote did in on Dave. That was that like I love all these guys. I, I love everyone in the movie actor wise. I just it's sad to see them in this. 
My first proper laugh was when Arnold's lying in bed and Danny DeVito's running some tests on him and he's watching a wedding commercial. Oh, right. It's really cheesy, horrible stuff. And it cuts to Arnie and he's crying. Yeah. And I kind of like smiled at that point because I was like, oh, that's me when I'm hungover. Like, (laughs) yeah, that was me watching True Lies. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) Um, But then he said the line, because Danny DeVito says to him, what's wrong with you? And he just goes, she was daddy's little girl. And now he's giving her away. <laughs> that made you laugh, okay? It did. Yeah. No, good, good. I, I've got, I, I've literally got two laughs. It was easy to make the notes on my laughs. A couple bits that made me smile, but there, there's a lot wrong, right? The basic problem with it not being funnier is that this plot, the concept is fine. Oh, no, a man's having a well, baby. It's but fine the- comedic-wise and fantasy-wise, but. The plot is actually much more suited to a horror movie than it is exactly. a comedy. There are bits that are supposed to be funny that are just that are hor- horrible. I do not know how more than twenty years after release, with all of the memes and gifs and things going around the internet, I was never ever presented with the image of Arnie's face grafted onto a baby. Yeah, man. That is freaky. Terrifying. Yeah, it, it's horrible. In fairness, it's supposed to be terrifying in the movie, right? And funny. Yeah, but it's just too scary, dude. That's not so bad for me, I guess, because I knew it was coming. But it's Arnie dressed as a woman, man. That, <laughs> well, that's pretty horrific. I, I mean, we're we're really jumping ahead there. Yeah. But oh, spoiler. I, 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 obviously, that was in the trailers. I don't remember what the last time I saw the trailers for this, but I do remember them being on the front of videos in the nineties. And I'd totally forgotten that this film does actually get to the place where they go, you know, to hide Arnold being pregnant. He's not fat. Um, we are actually just going to have to go full drag. And they address the fact that he's a horrific looking woman. Yeah. And actually... <laughs> that makes him a bit better. Yeah, a bit, it, I'm yeah. not going to go so far as to say it was funny, but I give Arnold props for the way that he played that scene where he's talking about... Let me explain. Yes. Let me explain yeah, my yeah. appearance. I was just like, waiting <laughs> for it. I was waiting for it like Arnie's about to do his best woman's voice, right? And he was silent like the whole time. Yeah. He's like they're bringing him in. It's like, is he going to stay silent throughout the whole scene? I've forgotten. And he does. He says it. Props for doing it. But it's the way that he's saying like he was an East German. Yeah, weightlifter. What, uh, Olympic, yeah. Olympian or athlete. That's yeah. It, yeah. And took loads of steroids, yeah. and and but he just brings his hands up to his face and goes, "As you can see from the painful effects it has brought on yeah. my face." But he does it in quite a feminine way. <laughs> but it's quite nice. It's quite. It's not bad. It's not bad. I mean, I, I don't. I want to give the film credit where credit's due, but it's it's hard, right? I do honestly. I'm stretching. I want to say, overall, it's pretty terrible. I think I don't you know. think it is a terrible film because Ivan Reitman doesn't really make terrible films. It's competently made. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. That's not the... very well paced, uh, and no. it's far too long for what it is. And I didn't hate it. I wasn't sat there like oh, okay. you know wanting to put a gun in my mouth at any point. Right. Okay. But as a comedy, it's it's not up to scratch. It no, just if you want to watch a similar comedy, watch Baby Mama. You know. Okay. It's. it's similar concepts aside from the different gender pregnancy but you know it's an odd couple type you know 
What about um, Big Mama's House? <laughs> I've got no idea about that. Is Martin that... Lawrence in drag as a big black I don't mama? think that, that drag is part of the main feature of the plot here. It's it's the pregnancy, right? Yeah, I don't know. It's the odd couple pregnancy thing. I don't know. I feel like we're, we're going off topic a bit here. There was a moment of like absolute horror for me uh, where I thought, oh no, it's from that era of Hollywood comedies and they're, they're definitely going to do this gag. And they didn't. And now that I know that they didn't, I'm kind of a little bit annoyed that they didn't because it's yeah. such an, a low-hanging fruit. Well, at the same time as Arnie is getting pregnant, Danny DeVito's ex-wife, played by Pamela Reed from Kindergarten Cop, is also pregnant, but mm. not by Danny DeVito, um, even though they have had a yeah. fling since they've been divorced. And um, she basically tells him that it was a one-night stand and it was from someone on the Aerosmith tour. Yeah. And we're led to believe it's a member of the band. I think it's actually a roadie or something, isn't it? Uh, it's their personal trainer. Right, okay. Yeah. But... When we think that it's Aerosmith and Danny DeVito's freaking out, the first thing that went into my head was, oh, Aerosmith's recorded Dude Looks Like a Lady. I wonder if that's going to be on the soundtrack. Yeah, I mean, if they were going to put it, it should have been like... When he's in the group at the... You know, when he's in, in the... montage the, the, or whatever. The with all the pregnant women. Yeah. Totally should no. have been Dude but, Looks Like a Lady I there. mean, that montage was this classic 80s time-passing montage that has been parodied in any number of things in kindergarten cop it grabbed me and i was emotional and it's the bit where he's turning from a not so great kindergarten teacher into somebody that whips the class into shape and has total control yeah. over them you hated that bit i loved it in kindergarten i didn't cop, hate it, it just, you were, there was nothing okay. funny in it yeah and but i had that same feeling for the the, the equivalent montage here where he's coming to terms with the fact that he's gonna give birth and be a mother and be a Father, mother. That was one of the only sort of laugh out loud moments as well. Was Danny DeVito's dropped him off in this home where he's pretending to be a pregnant woman and he starts hanging out with all the other pregnant women yeah. and they're doing exercises and things. And yeah, it becomes this montage and eventually he integrates into the group. And there's a bit of them all running down the stairs together. Hmm. And you can't really hear them talking because there's this really horrible song playing over the top. But when they get dude to the bottom of the... Dude looks like a lady. No, it isn't Dude oh, looks right. like a lady. Oh, sorry. And I, I wonder if that's because that had been used the year before in Mrs. Doubtfire and Probably. they didn't want to go that route. Probably, because there, there is, that's what's going on, right? It's totally Arnie doing the best Mrs. Doubtfire he could possibly do. When they get to the bottom of the stairs, <laughs> Arnie does this really effeminate, like, arm, yeah, yeah. arm wing thing and he just yeah. goes, Mommies! Yeah. <laughs> And that is really funny. No, I mean, he's owning it the best he can. I mean, it's not... I wouldn't say it's Arnie at his best. It's Arnie doing his best. You yeah. can see that he is following his direction. And I wondered, like, right up top, you, there's a big credit produced and directed by Ivan Reitman. And I'm not sure... Does he... Has he always produced and directed everything? Or was he just directing? And Do you see what I mean? I'm wondering what, what the cocktail is of production, writing and direction that maybe made this give it a miss. Well, I think the reason that he's producer on this where maybe he wasn't on Twins is yeah. A, he's got a bit more clout now but also um, the studio wanted to hire a different director, a guy called Brian Levant who did the right. Flintstones movie Oh my God. and um, and Arnold said that he wouldn't do this movie unless Ivan Reitman was on it. That, well, so I think I wouldn't, yeah. 
I think Ivan Reitman was sort of crucial in bringing yeah. the team back together. So that's, that's probably I mean, you know, what's the pitch, right? Schwarzenegger, DeVito are back together again. Schwarzenegger gets pregnant. Is that, isn't that enough? Yeah. For like at this it. time, most producers like, yeah, sure. Most studios even will be like. You can pitch yeah, it in a sentence. It's a high concept comedy. You've got a, a winning team back together. But as it That's turns out. That's how it out, got made, right? That's how it got yeah, made. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fine. And there's no there's no flaw in the business logic there. Yeah. Um, in terms of the science, and although, you know, I, one good friend of mine faulted me once for, I think, getting really upset about the science in... I think it was Lucy, like the brain science in Lucy. And she was like, come on, like you can watch like all these Marvel movies and nothing in it's real. Right. So, and I said, but that's the point. Nothing's in, nothing in it is real, but it's when a movie tries to pass a concept off in the real world as real. That's where it gets upsetting to me. And I had a chat with the doctor about the likelihood of this. How, how close are we even now? However many years on, like what are we 20? years on are we any closer to men giving birth being a likelihood and the bottom line is without a uterus you can't do it and you you functionally have to be a woman arnie would have actually looked a lot more effeminate than he does were he taken the levels of hormones that he was not just for sex change or for gender reassignment whatever they call it sex change in this he would he would have grown breasts he would have you know become much more effeminate lost a lot of muscle mass he would have got he would have actually got fatter he would have you know it's not just that the science the concept from the beginning is flawed so you said the concept is fine it's fine in comedy terms in fantasy terms but it's yeah totally 100 percent impossible as far as i'm aware right now and i think you know i said to you when we did the pilot one of the reasons i didn't watch junior when it came out was i couldn't get my head around how a guy was going to give birth through his penis yeah so how did you do now how did you do it now well it all happened off camera so i'm not convinced that that didn't happen but um <laughs> you know it was I a think, c-section right i, th- I know yeah I know. okay okay I, I, but <laughs> i think um there are other holes you know as well but i think what you're what i think what you're talking about though it, it does play into that thing of Okay, I get it. It's a comedy about a man who's pregnant, but I don't know why that's funny necessarily. Do you know what I mean? It's I think not. I mean Emma Thompson speaks to it, right? Her character speaks to it. I think she says something like, "Don't men hold enough cards that you have yeah. to take this from us yeah. as well?" You know? It's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. 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 It's not funny. I have to say um where early in the film, when Danny DeVito is proposing that to Arnold Schwarzenegger, and he says he's going to insert it in the perineal cavity, uh, maybe I misheard. Maybe I got a little bit overexcited. <laughs> yeah, you... I did think he was going to knock him up through the taint. <laughs> right. So, for those of so for those of our listeners who are not familiar with biology, uh, perineal cavity is referen- referencing the perineum. So you can look up perineum. Don't look up taint. Don't do an image search either. Well, you get some... Perineum will give you, like, you know, anatomical images, probably. Taint won't. So um, just don't look up taint. I didn't even realise that the perineal cavity was large enough to gestate a baby. It's probably not, Alec. Well, but if you're talking about an embryo, yeah, fine. I mean, you could put it in your armpit if you want. I'm going to have to look it up now. But, but don't do it right now, please. No. I think the issue comes into when 
Arnold decides he wants to go full term, that's you're like, come on, man, give us some credit. But so hang on, wait, wait, let's just go back a bit. You said you got excited when he said he was going to impregnate him through the taint, as you put it, Mr. Highton. Because it made me feel a little bit less stupid about the penis thing. Listen, let's set the record straight. I don't think that's entirely stupid. When did this film come out? You're 14, 15? 13. 13. For you to create an analogue, so you know that you know that women give birth through their, through their sex organs, right? So why wouldn't you think, how does a man give birth through exactly. his sex organ? So it makes, exactly. the logic isn't flawed entirely. But, oh God, that's a whole different horror movie, that, isn't it? Yeah, man. So I'm not surprised you didn't want to watch it. Let's talk about Emma Thompson. All right. I could talk about her all day. Poor, sweet Emma Thompson. I think she's adorable in this. She is. You know, but she, well, she does her best, right? Why did they just have to make her the goofy, clumsy person, though? Why couldn't they have just made her? It didn't add anything. It wasn't funny. Oh, agreed. It would have been, it would have been. More interesting to have her be one of the strong women that we come to know yeah, exactly. and love in these movies. Yeah, and she is adorable, you know, and she's sweet. And once again, much as in Kindergarten Cop, I felt a little bit of the energy between Arnold and her yeah, when they the were on the sofa. Chemistry wasn't bad. Yeah, so she's doing a good job. Um, but all that other stuff just oh, going. You don't get Emma Thompson for this. You don't get. Oh, I don't even know. Ruby Wax or something. <laughs> Ruby, Ruby Wax. Wax. I couldn't think of anyone. I couldn't think of anyone, all right? You were thinking of 80s comedians, weren't you? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Roseanne Barr, you know. Oh, God. Why? <laughs> I can't think of any anyone at the time who would have been... Meg Ryan. No, no. no. Good for this. What's the, the, the woman's name, the actress's name, who, op, who was acting opposite him in um, uh, Running Man? Maria Conchita Alonso. Totes, she could have done this. She could have been a scientist. No? Yeah, but I'm talking about the wacky, clumsy stuff. Yeah, but you... Oh, sorry, you're just saying you don't get Emma Thompson to do the wacky, clumsy stuff. She did it well. She did physical comedy well, right? I'm not saying it got any laughs out of me. So why is it so disappointing to you? Because, Because she is so good. And she's so good in the other moments in the film. Yeah. I just wanted that. Why can't she just be sweet and a little bit dorky? Why does she have to be a, a klutz as well and add this level of slapstick it, 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 in it's there? It's the same thing. It's like, why does Arnie have to be this unemotional, cold, European academic? You know, it's well, like yeah, but that's view at least... of, Everything's cliched in this. Everything's cliched. But, but that's at least so that he has a transformation to go through beyond the physical. He has an emotional transformation to go through. Yeah. But the clumsy stuff just went away. The dorky, I don't have a problem with. Yeah, yeah, with. sure. The, the the knocking, I mean, literally knocking waiters' trays off their hands. Like, I don't know if there's a, a lazier there comedy is, routine well, in the are, world. There are people who would laugh hysterically at that. At the at the toilet paper on the high heel shoe. That was okay. Well, you see, yeah. it's the same type of they embarrassing. Well, they didn't make clutchiness. a big thing about it. It, it was in that sh- in that. Yeah. Uh, shot from above as she's going onto the dance floor, and you see that she's got toilet yeah. paper on it. That, yeah. That's quite funny, dude. There's a whole um, there's a whole area of psychological research based on how people relate to and are 
find more affection for people who are in embarrassing situations and have an affinity and affection for them. It's no quicker way of getting that. And so it gets laughs as well. And there, there's, there's a, there's reasons for it. And I'm not, yeah, I don't, I still don't think not, not that it's necessary. I mean, you're, you're asking why, but I don't understand. Well, why not? The reason that I'm saying is because if you, if you want an actress of Emma Thompson's caliber, and you're going to give her some stuff to do in the film. It's totally at odds with this thing that she's not even particularly aware of how clumsy she is. She she isn't embarrassed by it. It's just some no. stuff that goes on in the background. Yeah. And it just sort of flutters away after a point. There was never yeah, anything it didn't become, done with it. Yeah, it's not a plot point. So it just, so it just annoyed So cheap you. laughs annoyed you. Yeah. I, I can understand. But it didn't. it's not a thing for me. And their dance scene is... is Truly bizarre. I, th- I think like that's the whole film right there. It keeps setting you up for like something. And you think, oh, I wonder where this is going to go. This might be quite funny, and then it isn't. Well, it's romantic. It was just, it was like a Cinderella seduction scene played out between a giant action star and a classic British actress that had like maybe one gag in it where she's trying to get the toilet paper off yeah. her foot and he thinks that it's a dance move and he starts mimicking it. Yeah. yeah. But for the amount of time and logistics that went into that scene, other than bringing those two characters together, just you're just looking at it. There was just nothing really happening. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but that's true of most of the film. That's what I'm saying. You're just yeah. looking at it. You're looking at it and you're waiting for something. Things happen. You're waiting for something to grip you and grab you. I, I must say, although it took me a while, I eventually got... I cared somewhat for the characters but that's just because i like the actors that that's not because there was any particularly anything strong that made me feel anything real between for these actors you know and once again when you actually get to the end and sound the spoiler collection We haven't mentioned that it was actually Emma Thompson's character's own egg that they stole. So Arnie yeah. is technically having a baby with well, Emma that Thompson. That explains she feels this connection with him and whatever. Yeah, and fine. But, so you have this sort of farcical scene that's set up where he goes into labour. They have to sneak him into a hospital to have the C-section at the same time as then Pamela Reed's character goes into labour. So Dennis Vito has to deliver them both back to back. So then you have competing scenes of Arnold and Emma Thompson holding their baby. And I'm looking at it and I'm feeling nothing. Yeah. And then a very short scene between Pamela Reed and Danny DeVito that was really emotional, yeah, actually. Yeah. It was really sweet. Yeah. Just the look on her face when she wants to hold her baby for the first yeah, time. Yeah. I totally bought it. And then when Danny DeVito is sort of overcome with emotion and he says, let's give it another go. It was, yeah. it was very sweet and understated. And... Mm. I feel really bad for Pamela Reed because that's two films she's done with Arnie in a row. Yeah. Where she's absolutely knocked the lead actress <laughs> off the screen. Yeah, for sure. With hardly any screen time. Yeah, yeah. Because she's excellent. That's the, She's a really good actress. I had my first proper laugh in a scene that that she's in. And that's an hour and 13 minutes in. That's not wow, great okay. for my first laugh out loud moment. I, I, I did a little better than you then. Yeah. Um, it's when... I mean, Arnie's like really quite far along in his pregnancy. It's getting more and more difficult to hide. 
uh, he's insisting, you know, Danny DeVito feels some kicks on his belly. We haven't explained it, but Arnie's staying with the, with Danny DeVito and Pamela Reed is his ex-wife. She's in and out, you know, she's coming in and out. and Unannounced, yeah, just waltzes in. As though it's her home. And it, it, I guess it used to be her home. It looks certainly like it was decorated by her and all this sort of yeah. thing. Um, she even makes that issue with the pillows and yeah. whatever. But so she sort of busts them doing like him feeling the kicks and she just, she obviously not going to think mm, maybe he's pregnant. So she jumps to the conclusion that something's going on. And I think Two she dudes says, dudes living yeah, together. Yeah, yeah. What are you? He says, she says, what are you? A twosome or something? And it's just the way that Arnie and Danny DeVito both go, what? No, 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 no. And they do it simultaneously together. And it, that made me laugh. It was, it was good. It was, it felt genuine. It felt like it was the first moment that I felt that same chemistry that the Arnie DeVito chemistry that you got really a lot of in twins. I was like, where is that? Yeah. It's just, it's not here. And it's like for, for fans of twins, and that's what you're selling this film on, right? I think I'd be really surprised if people are like, yep, I got exactly what I, what got from twins yeah. from this? No. I think the reason that this film is so long and also you can't really cut it down too much is because they have set up so many plot elements that they have to keep spinning at, at all yeah. times. Twins just starts. It just starts, yeah. you fall in love with Arnie and then you find out actually what the story is about halfway through the film in terms of their backstory, yeah, yeah, yeah. you know, that he came from a... And that's good. That plot twists. And that's nice. the way to yeah, do yeah. it, right? And in this, it's the other way around. It's like, let's give you all of this plot and then we can throw some jokes in there. And it just stifles it. I mean, it, it does feel so long. And a lot of those plot machinations involve keeping your characters apart. So actually, you don't get that many opportunities for Arnold and Danny DeVito to riff off one another. Yeah. The bit where they arrive at the home and when he's in drag, there's one of the few bits where you get that. Mm. And and like Danny DeVito's playing the loving husband, like pretending to be fully in love with his massive wife. Yeah. But I'm old woman. Believe you me. <laughs> or whatever yeah, he says. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So go on, say some other laughs because you did better than me. I've said my two laughs, that's it. Well, I don't even know if I said my first laugh. It was the first time I smiled. I didn't actually laugh. Um, Arnie's in the waiting room at um, Danny DeVito's clinic. And Danny DeVito, he's, I think Arnie's burst in there and says, I want to have my baby. Yeah. DeVito just explains to the whole waiting room who's now staring at him. He's a psychiatric case or something. He's a, yeah, he's, he's just having a phantom pregnancy. Yeah, I have phantom pregnancy or whatever, right. And I don't know, he goes off, he talks to the other doctor and by the time he's come back, Arnie's chatting with some of the other mothers or expecting mothers. They're asking him like questions as you would any expecting mother, like what's the name and what what are you gonna call it? And he does this thing where he's like, Well, if it's a boy, I was thinking Junior. If it's a girl, well Junior. It's it's and, the dead long yeah, pause he puts in. Yeah. And if like it's he's a girl genuinely thinking of it. <laughs> Junior, yeah. and so that—that's oh, nice. It was, yeah. yeah, so that wasn't—that wasn't so much the bit was laughing me. That that was making me sort of smile or laugh. It was warming me up, and I was like, okay. And then one of the women says, "Um, oh, those are good." Yeah. <laughs> but then it's the other couple, who yeah, sat yeah. there and they're like, "Yeah, yeah, Junior's good." Yeah, you know, they're like genuinely. Sure that was. 
I'm sure that was Christopher Maloney, wasn't it? The, yeah, the... they looked familiar. Yeah. They looked familiar. But one thing that shocked me was that that same couple, earlier on in the movie, you see Danny DeVito, like, taking them in, because it's a fertility clinic, right? Yeah. You're taking them into a room where they clearly have to produce some sperm for whatever fertility treatment they're going to have. And there's pornographic there's materials. Porn, and I just wonder, I, the thought I had was, really? Like, do they really have, like, that much porn there's like a whole shelf full of it and devita's like oh we got all the latest and all the magazines and everything <laughs> yeah. i'm yeah. like i wonder if that's actually the case like in in, in fertility clinics right it would be a really disgusting laptop now i'd have thought wouldn't <laughs> it <laughs> with like with cling film on it like to make sure that it's all uh yeah um, anyway did you did you spot towards the end of the film a supporting actor who's a favourite for both of us from an earlier Arnold movie. I spotted him. The yeah. janitor. Yeah. Oh, my God. Tracy so, Walter. What's Malik his name? From Con- Tracy Walter. From? He's Malik in um, Conan the Destroyer. Yeah. He's... Uh, Rub Schneider. I just... Do you, do you... Is it because he did Conan the Destroyer that he got this part? Surely. But, I don't know. Like, is Arnie that nice a guy? Like, did he... Is it, well, we know that he likes to bring people the, with him. The only link is from Conan the Destroyer is Arnie, right? There's no other link. Yeah. And also, in the scene before that, where um, Arnold's in bed and he's taking his wig off and he's locked the door and they're trying to get in because he's saying, I need my... What's his name? Larry. I need my Larry. Yeah, yeah. Did you notice the, uh, the, the slightly older doctor that was at the door trying to get in? No. It's Phila Delore. Um, who looks a lot like a slightly older Emma Thompson because she's Emma Thompson's mum. Ah, interesting. That was quite sweet. Yeah, that's not bad. They've done a lot of films together where they appear right. together, but in, okay. in unrelated roles. Yeah. So Malik, uh, he's calling up. There's this thread of the film, which I barely want to mention, but I'll do it anyway. Frank Langella, his role is as... Baines, I don't even know his surname. Yeah. It, that, Noah Baines. Something Baines. Noah Baines, that's it, yeah. And he's um, the director of the lab that uh, Arnie's initially working in and that Emma Thompson... He's the crusty in. old dean! That's right, he's sort of... <laughs> he, that's his character, right? And he's trying to find out what's going on. He suspects that something's going on, that they may be continuing the drug trial... Uh, that there might be, uh, you know, a, a female volunteer taking the drug uh, without FDA approval. It does. The, what does it add? Right. How well, the conflict mean? comes from when he finds out that Arnold is is actually pregnant. Like they've got to hide it from everyone anyway. Like why does it add? No, no. But at, at first they think that. Sorry. At first, Baines thinks that they're ripping him off by still using the funds from his institute okay, to keep their enough. research going. Yeah, but then when he finds out that. Arnold is the first ever pregnant man. Yeah, he gets into he it. He yeah. tells him that baby is my property. Yeah, yeah. And you've signed a contract to that. So that's that's the dramatic conflict that is resolved very easily and very quickly. In seconds. And and, and goes away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so that's my point. It's like the major plot thread is the romance between Arnie and Emma Thompson. Yeah. And it doesn't add that it doesn't add any danger or anything, the fact that this guy is you know, that Frank Langella's character is trying to make money off of them. You could have done more with this. 
Same cast, right? Emma Thompson, Danny DeVito, Frank Langella, Arnold Schwarzenegger. All very capable, dramatic yeah. actors, right? Just don't give it to Ivan Reitman. Give it to David Cronenberg. Yeah, and yeah. let it be a proper body horror movie. You know, yeah. he's just done Dead Ringers with Jeremy yeah. Irons. Yeah, yeah. That's the movie I want to see. Yeah. About a pregnant dude. Yeah. It's not It's not funny. It's not a it's comedy not concept. Funny. It's not. I think, and I think it fails Mark Kermode's six laugh test. I think if we combined the amount of times we laughed, we might get to six. No. I think I maybe had three or four with a couple of smiles as well. Ooh, so yeah, we're almost there. But that's combining our laughs. So if we're watching it together, there would have been six laughs in the room. Maybe. Maybe. But still, I, I'm only going to credit our affection for the actors. That that's why it's not actually because it's funny. <laughs> it's because we're no. we're enjoying watching some of our favorite actors do stuff on screen, and that's what I'm laughing at. I, I wouldn't have even watched this if we were if we weren't doing this. But you know that said, it didn't it didn't bum me out in the way that. Cactus Jack or Scavenger Hunt did. No, I just I because felt, the production values are better. I felt when it ended that I was really just relieved that it had finally stopped. Yeah, definitely relief. Um, and then I felt quite empty, yeah. and I just turned it off. And by this time tomorrow, I'm sure I will have forgotten it completely. Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Instantly forgettable. I would have been texting people all the way through this if it wasn't for the fact that I needed to pay attention. So, I've got a question for you. When we did uh, Kindergarten Cop, I alluded to the fact that um, John Kimball, Arnold's character in that, had an estranged son called Alex. Yes. I knew and in this film, again. He's called Alex. Arnold Schwarzenegger plays Alex. Yeah. So I have two questions. Is it not Ivan Reitman's son's name? No, that's Jason. Why is Alex recurring? I don't know, but is this part of the reason why you have attached to Arnie at this time no. in your life? No. Because you think that he's actually trying to speak to you about family issues and fatherhood and, you know, having children and all that sort of stuff? You want me to say yes, don't you? Okay, I've got another question for you then, to try and make this film a little bit more interesting. All right. <laughs> Do you think Alex Hess could be John Kimball's estranged son? And that's why he's so emotionless, because he never knew his own father. Again, no, because John Kimball, Detective John Kimball, would have had to have had his son maybe when he was 12 or 13. Yeah. To make it believable. Yeah. But Junior could be set slightly in the future. Oh, Jesus, man. All right. Well, let's just agree that it's just it's just a shit film then. <laughs> if that's what if that's what anyone needs to do to make it more interesting, then it has to be a shit film, right? It, it's you shouldn't need to have to do that. I'm sorry, I'm not getting on board with it. It's no, not, no, it's I fine. Can't. It's fine. It's just not even. I tried. I was trying to. I was trying to Pixar theory it. You know, like yeah, the Reitman no, theory. No worries, man. Like that's cool, but I, I just can't. It's just not. There's nothing there for me in this. Okay. Let me throw some numbers at you. All right. It's time for It's Your Numbers. It's Your Numbers. It's Your Numbers. It's Your Numbers. Scootabloop. The budget of Junior. Yeah. $60 million. So put it in context. 
That is about half of what Terminator 2 costs to make. Yeah, not worth it, right? Because it's it's not even half the film that Terminator 2 was. How did this cost it's, it's so a, much it's money? It's a fraction of the film that Terminator 2 was. It shouldn't even have been 10%. Well, how did this cost so much money? The actors, right? How much were that they? Is yeah. That is it. That is it. But $60 million in 1994 money, right? Dread, the Carl Urban Dread yeah, movie, yeah. was made for half of that yeah. in 2012. And, and infinitely better as, as a film. But you look at that and you go, well, that could have cost $60 million. Oh, totes. Right? It could have been $100 million. Right. Yeah. Uh, so Arnold's salary on this was, again, uh, $15 million. So that's four films in a row he's made 15 mil. That's, that's $60 million over three years. It's pretty good. Yeah. Total worldwide box office, though, $90 million. Now, wow. that, doesn't, wow. that doesn't sound too bad. It's but terrible. But really, a big film like this needs to make... Double its money to break even. But also in its home country, right? Because that's there's a fan base there. and Yeah, so 90 worldwide. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. So it didn't make it back in the US box office, no way. No, so if you compare that to Kindergarten Cop, which was a higher certificate than this as well, yeah. that made 202 worldwide yeah. off a budget of 22. So that did very, very well, yeah. thank you. Money wise, um, sure. Twins in five years before this made two hundred and sixteen million off a budget of fifteen. And was it not so, still making? It's still making money. Twins, right? It's hugely. Yeah, and well, it's still doing very well, and it's one of Arnie's best earners because he had such a good deal on it. So I think it's fair to say then you're seeing with Arnold's collaborations with Ivan Reitman the law of diminishing returns, not just in terms of quality, but. The audiences just aren't really showing up at this point. He only really has one more shot at doing a big comedy in his resume after this, which we get to do because we're so lucky in two films' time. Which is? Jingle all the mother effing way. And after that, he had to have said to himself, you know what, forget it, I'm not, I'm not even going to bother anymore. It's difficult to understand why it went wrong and continued to go get from bad to worse right it's like in in filmmaking as we know there are so many elements that could make a film go either way and nobody sets out to say oh this is really bad so let's keep going you know and with twins one of the reasons that um arnold and ivan reitman and danny devito made so much money themselves is because they deferred fees because they understood right we believe in this project but we know it's a risk because we're unproven in this yeah. area, or Arnold was anyway. And he was great in it. And I think that you know you, you try harder when there's there's more risk involved, and you're out to prove something. Yeah. With by the time we get to Junior, I think the psychology behind why do we make this film is much more about let's take that formula and yeah. do something really successful again. Yeah. And somewhere along the way, the decision making process got muddied by that. Mm. It's your numbers. I mean, I guess, that, so in Twins, they both had a love interest. That, in this, that doesn't make the formula bad in any way. If anything, it's one of the better things about about it. Whereas I'd say that the love interest is the thing that I care least about in Twins. The humour comes from the chemistry between Arnie and Danny DeVito. Yeah. And that's devoid in this film. Should we uh, run down the list of memorable lines? <laughs> If you have one, 
I mean, I wrote loads down, but now that I look at them, I go, well, they're not really that funny. I got an annoying line, which is that Emma Thompson's talking about her frozen eggs. Yeah. And she says, I call it the dairy section. Why? I know that yeah, why? sometimes in supermarkets, like, eggs are close to milk, maybe, isn't it? Oh, okay. But, yeah, dairy, right, fine. But okay. it's not the dairy section. <sighs> but, you know, fine. Someone wrote it. Someone said it. It happened. It was on screen. It went into my eyeballs. Um, amazing opening line. Uh, there's a baby here. There must be a mother. Hello? There's a baby. In the first 20 seconds of the movie or whatever, when he's having that yeah. dream. I did like uh, the way that he says nipples. My nipples are my sensitive. Nipples are very sensitive. What? My nipples, they're tingling. Uh, yeah, Daddy's Little Girl, that made me laugh. It wasn't so much the line as the way that he said it when Danny DeVito had to go to... I don't know, what was that function that they went to? Fundraiser. Yeah, okay. And he didn't want Arnold to go with him. Yeah. And Arnold's like, look, I'll just go for a walk. I won't get in your way. And then he says, all right, okay. And he it's the first time in the film that you realise this is having an effect on his emotional state. And just for five seconds... I saw the Arnold from Twins. When he yeah. lights up and he goes, I can come? Yeah. I need to find something to wear. Yeah. <laughs> he runs upstairs. Yeah, yeah. Going, going, always going. And then one day, gone. Yeah, that was a nice moment. That was a nice moment. Between him and Emma Thompson. When we should be pausing to hear the beautiful melody of life. Yeah. I like that when they were bonding over sausage rolls as well. Yeah. Franks in blankets. Franks and blankets, they're my oh, favorite. I love sausage rolls as well. Oh. Yes. But the line in the film that I liked, I thought it was quite funny, was when he's talking about how his sex drive has been like massively ramped up. Yeah. It's like, what, what are you talking about? He just goes, yesterday, just scooping out the scent of a honeydew melon gave me a steifen. Steifen. <laughs> I love, I, it's a word that I will always remember. It's emblazoned into my consciousness now. Steifen. It's I does it what does does it mean what A stiffy. I wonder if they use it like that though. Or it was Probably just not. for our benefit. Probably not. Yeah. yeah. Um I knew you'd like that line. Yeah. But it left me cold. Because like it's about willies. Movie. Yeah, of course. Anything, anything about willies is good. <laughs> but the funny thing, right, is that <laughs> the funny thing about it that I found funny was Danny DeVito then afterwards in his doctorly way, says, oh, that's completely normal. And I'm thinking, all right, is it normal for, like, pregnancy to, like, get these waves of horniness? Probably, it probably is because of the hormones. But then, then he says, yeah, happens to me too every time I I use a melon. He's mumbling it as they leave the room. Oh, right, so okay. So, like, he's like, oh, that's completely normal for dudes, right? For yeah, that yeah, to happen yeah. when you're yeah. scooping out a melon. Uh, that's the bit that I found funny. Okay. Uh, well, I was obviously too busy writing the line down to hear that bit. Yeah. That's it. Yeah, man. I went back through my notes and there's there's nothing no. much more to say. I'm really happy just to go ahead and rank it. Go for it. I mean, I, I feel like I'm going to be really ragging on it here. It's, it isn't a terrible film. It's completely passable. It's largely inoffensive. It has moments of charm. But when I'm ranking it here, I'm going to be mentioning some films that we haven't mentioned for a very long time. Yeah, mine's ranking. going above Jane Mansfield's story and underneath Pumping Iron. 
it, almost exactly the same. Above yeah. Jane Mansfield. It can't but go below. above Raw Deer or Kindergarten Cop. No. Conan no, the Barbarian no. Commando. It can't go above any of those. It's definitely above Jane. Well, it's not definitely above Jane Mansfield, I have to say, but it is. Well, it it's is. just purely for production values. Yeah. It has to. But it can't go above Pumping Iron. It's nowhere near Pumping Iron for me. Yeah. I put it under Stay Hungry and above Jane Mansfield. Oh. Stay Hungry is a better movie for you. Stay Hungry is more significant. Yeah, if Junior had never existed, I would feel much the same. But Stay Hungry, you know, it wasn't a great film, but we have referenced it in almost every single episode because of that moment of of Arnold. Well, yeah, it's only because of the philosophy, the Stay Hungry philosophy. But I genuinely enjoyed Stay Hungry. You you know I feel this way about it. Yeah, yeah, it's a seminal movie, but I just, it's, it's a rubbish film. I can't. Yeah, it is. Well, we've got different ranking criteria. That's been obvious from the beginning. So, But I think at this point, I just expect more of Arnie. Talking of expecting more, you know what we're watching next? I don't. U.S. Marshal John the Eraser Kruger. Eraser? Yeah. Oh, I'm looking forward to that. Well. <laughs> I could watch it you right know, now. You, you know I've watched it in the last few Yeah, months, I know you've so. watched it already. I could watch it right now. Just to wash the taste of Junior out of my mouth. That sounds horrible. That didn't sound right. The flavour of the film out of my eyes. Wipe the amniotic fluid off of my brain. Okay, so what's your top five at this point? My top five is Total Recall, True Lies, T2, Terminator, and Predator. And mine is True Lies, Total Recall, The Terminator, Terminator 2, and The Running Man. So back on slightly more familiar ground uh, next time with Eraser. And I think we're kind of really saying that that is the end of this phase that we're looking at. Um, the, the the planet Hollywood years, the sheen yeah. has been wiped off them. And I, and I think, yeah. I know we have differing feelings about this, but Eraser was a very, very expensive movie. And I think it's the last time until we get to Terminator 3 that Arnold is spearheading such a big summer movie with so much riding on it. Yeah, and it's we've talked about it a few times, but we you know when we do in the wrap up for this phase it's we're, we're really talking about Arnie's action movies his comedies are sort of they're, they're more or less side projects really um although they fit within it because he seems to be trying to alternate between the, that kind of movie the the comedy phase or Arnie's comedies haven't defined him as much as the action hero stuff yeah. and we're acknowledging or it's certainly been acknowledged with more modern films like The Expendables, that that era of that type of lone action hero, it's gone, it's over. We don't, we've said it before, you couldn't make Commando again. No, and we tend to go more for the for the slightly grittier revenge movies now, The Taken sure. and, and all yeah. that sort of stuff. Yeah, and it's no accident that the actors who are in those movies are... Former action stars yeah, to an extent, who Kevin are, Costner yeah, and Oliver Pierce Brosnan. And, and, yeah. yeah, so join us for Eraser next time. Until then. Until then, please excuse my friend. He's dead tired. I'm airsick. Well done. You nailed it. That was exactly what I wanted you to say. <laughs> Good. Yeah, we can end it there. That's great. Yeah. Okay. Uh, nice. We're so, 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 so smart. Facebook. Facebook.
forward slash the Arnithology. Twitter at the Arnithology. Email the Arnithology at gmail.com. Website www.arnithology.com. Get in touch.